Welcome to Season 2 of Reframe Your Life, a podcast for women who think differently and want to explore ideas and topics relevant to all areas of their life. Hi, Life Reframers. Welcome to Episode 14. This is our final episode in Season 2. And in celebration of two seasons, we decided that we wanted to talk about a topic that we love talking about, and that's personal development. So today, we're going to share with you some of our favorite ways to focus on the things that are most important to us. But first, I just want to check in with Joanne. Joanne, how are you? I'm really well, thank you, Sandy. Great. Well, I know you and I are very similar in that once December rolls around, we start thinking about January 2017 this year and start making plans for what we want to do in the coming year. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of those things. So we won't get into that now. But let's start off with just defining personal development, sort of a word we toss around quite a bit. So how would you define personal development? I think for me, it's about having a constant focus on your mental, physical, spiritual, emotional well-being that enables you to live a satisfying life and, and lead your life. And I personally believe we're all leaders of our own life. So to me, it's just about growth in all of those different areas. I like that. Yeah, I think it's, it's, I like that lead your life, because I think Mm. personal development is really kind of an intentional focus on looking at your life, and thinking about how you can develop in whatever areas you think are important to you right now. Yeah, that's and you say that right now, right? We go through different stages of our lives through our different growth years. I think it's however you define it and whether you want to focus more on the mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, or you have a focus in all of those areas, whatever you choose. And honestly, Sandy, I think... And Sandy, like you said, I mean, we both value personal development and what I like to call growth. So it's always about looking to learn new things, looking to develop new skills or looking to enhance those skills and gifts that you've already got. So I think I've been really brushing up on a skill lately. So I'm not Mm -hmm. sure what area of personal development it falls under, but I feel like I've become quite adept at online shopping. (laughs) <laughs> I would say that's your um, spiritual, <laughs> spiritual and emotional growth. <laughs> Honestly, have you been doing your shopping online? <laughs> oh, yesterday, I I was going to go pick up something at the mall, like a, a Christmas gift. I actually like drove past the mall and just came home and ordered it online. I was like, "There's no way I'm even going in there. Like, it's just." I just can't even wrap my head around the parking lot, let alone what it's going to be like inside the mall. So I just I thought, <laughs> well, if I could, you know, teach people how to shop online or, you know, create some kind of program or course based on that, I would I would be uh, I would be the person you'd want to teach you. I'm the master. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. You have a happy hour group. 
I do. And actually, we are meeting today. So we try yeah. to meet once a week. I meet with a group of women. We, I guess we could call it a mastermind Social? group. <laughs> it's like a, a mastermind group. And that, that might be stretching it, but... It certainly could come under the social personal development piece, couldn't it? <laughs> it definitely, it definitely does. So we get together. There's between, usually between anywhere between like three and seven of us that show up, and we have a drink and an appetizer and just kind of chat a little bit about life and work and you know anything that's really on our mind. And we, yeah, we try to do it every week. So every Thursday night. So there you go. Yeah, I think it's important that it doesn't have to be about going and doing a course. You know? It's whatever allows you to live a productive and satisfying life, a, live a healthy life however you define it. One of personal development pieces for me is honestly this podcast. Oh, I agree, yes. <laughs> Like, I don't know what anyone else gets out of it, but hey, I get a lot. We have conversations and whatever topic we're talking about, it's always, it's either a gentle reminder or a, something new. If I was to think, okay, what do I do for my personal development to enable me to lead the life I want to live? Certainly podcasts and other podcasts. I do listen to other podcasts more of those personal development podcasts, which is why I love doing ours. I listen to yeah, ones that are going to either help my business or help me in a spiritual or emotional sense, basically. Yeah, so, I'm, that's actually um, a really good um, point that podcasts fall in that whole area of personal development. I, I listen to a health podcast. Yeah. And oh, right. yeah, there's several out there. In fact, I think it would be hard to find a topic that there wasn't a related podcast <laughs> about. And I just read today that I was surprised that the stats on podcast listening are about 21% of Americans, it was an American stat, listen to podcasts. I thought it would be higher, but it is growing. Like it's really starting mm. to grow more. It's probably... If it's at 20%, it's probably close to that tipping point. Like all the early mm. adopters are probably listening and it's, it will grow more and more, I think, as people start to clue into awesome. the resources out there. So good one. Personal development is podcasting. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Well, we're, I'm going to share some of the things that I do for personal development. But I think um, one thing that I do every morning, which would fall under personal development, is mm -hmm. I do some kind of mind puzzle, like a Ken-Ken oh. Ken or something like that, where it really makes me think numerically, like use the other side of my brain to solve like a math puzzle or something because, well, I've heard that's really good for us to do that, to kind of stretch our brains a little bit. And uh, so, yeah, that's something that I do. And to broaden the category, I mean, you also go walking every morning. Yeah. Um, I would put, for my mental and physical health, I go to the gym every morning. That's all part of it. You know, I like to strike balance in my life. So I, and actually, we, I think we both have the same habit here on Sundays, go through our calendar for the week. You know, I want to make sure that I've got time to do all the exercise I want to do, to do the tasks I want to do, to connect with the people I want to connect with or watch the programs I want to watch because, you know, I like watching TV. And, and I think 
balance is also part of that well-rounded. Now, I probably do less on the spiritual side, but I wanted to highlight one book that actually you bought me, Sandy, that I was completing a few years ago and then I put it down and didn't pick it up for a while, but I've recently picked it back up. And that's the Q&A a a day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The 365 questions for over five years. It's a five-year journal. And Sandy gave this to me two years ago, January 2000. It must have been for Christmas 2014. There you go. It's, It's amazing. So it'll have January 1, and then it has a question, and then it has a space where you can write in the answer to that question over five years. And that, to me, is an amazing personal development tool because it allows you to see any growth or just remember any challenges that you are going through at the time. Right. So I'm just finishing the fourth year in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So next year will be my final year with it. And I have found it really insightful. And sometimes I will write the same issue every year and I'm like, by the fourth year, it's like, okay, when are you going to deal with that? I actually have it right here. Do you have it right there? Oh, good. Yeah, I do. I'm just looking for it. That's so amazing, Sandy. Like, what an amazing development tool, really. Yeah, I forgot. I never even thought of it as a development tool, but I was writing in it this morning because I just moved it to my desk because I was finding I had it somewhere else in the house and I wasn't getting to it. So today's question was, let me see, it's December 1st today. It was, oh, yeah, what would you like your (laughs) epitaph to read? So I I wrote, I liked it to read that I lived a long life. (laughs) (laughs) you wrote that today yes yeah so but some of them are you know like what details would you like to remember from today what's your favorite brunch restaurant or January 1 what is your mission I love that yes yeah so some of them are really light and some of them are more thoughtful you know um what's the craziest thing you've done for love? And then there's what, when was the last time you ate fruit? Like there, like it, some yes. days are, you don't even have to think. And then some days you have to think a little bit more. So yes, I think that's great because you do get to see year after year, your answer. And I, you know, for me, apparently I only ever eat bananas because every year that was the last fruit I ate. So <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, but yeah, on some of those more deep and meaningful questions, you can, you can draw, a lot of themes out. Yeah. No, that's good. I'm I'm going to think of that yeah. as a is a um, personal development go. tool. Good. Mm-hmm. So so I thought that we could walk through our model today and yeah. our reframe your life model because at the heart of our model and our coaching practices, I think lies a lot of getting clear on what you want. And personal development tools are something that we use a lot with our clients and in our own life. So let's use the model. And so the first thing is reality. So what tools do you use to take stock of your reality? So is there anything particular that you use when you want to really get a handle on where you are and what's what your real, current reality is? So I'm, I'm just kind of thinking it 
in terms of with clients, one I would use, which um, we're not going to go into because we've spoken about it, but is the personality profiling Mm -hmm. um, and being able to draw out their strengths because that is their reality. They have certain gifts and they have certain areas in terms of the profile and personality type that need to be developed. So if we're talking about a personal development from engaging in relationship and with others' perspective, then, yeah, I would use that. And thanks to you, I use a vision board each year. I think I enjoy the process of developing a vision board more than I use it throughout the year. I love getting together with with friends and just having the conversation about the year, how it's gone and what I would like my next year to be and what I would like to focus on and the process of cutting out pictures and the magazines and just having that day together and asking each other questions, exploring each other's ideas a little bit more and then putting it all on a poster and having it in my office um, is something that I just kind of glance at. What I think I need to do better to keep it as a ongoing development tool is develop some questions that I can reflect on each week based on my vision board. That's a good idea. I, I mean, mm. I keep mine visible. So it's right, I frame it and I, over my desk. So I look at it. But you know what it's like when you have something, a picture or something on the wall, you don't really see it after a while. It's there, yeah. but you don't really look at it and think about what it means. So I love that idea of developing questions that you would reflect on around your vision board. In fact, if you do that, send them to me. Send them, yeah, I think I will, Sandy, because I don't. So do you journal? I do. I, I've i actually right. been journaling a lot more lately than I have for, you know, the, you know, maybe last year or two. I've just, um, for me, that's a bit of a spiritual practice, I think, as well. Mm. So I've just been really reflecting on on what's important to me. And, and so for me, I guess right now I'm using it a bit of as a gratitude journaling tool. So trying to be um, intentional every morning about taking a few minutes and thinking about what I'm grateful for in my life and doing a little bit of deep breathing and before I rush into emails. So I'm just trying to start my day, I think a little more centered than I maybe have in the past. So I've only been actually been practicing doing that gratitude thing for about a week. So I can't really tell you <laughs> any great shifts, but when I do it, I do feel like I start my day more optimistically and more you know with a better attitude so that gratitude practice has come up for me a lot over the last few weeks as I'm trying to think about my word so uh Sandy introduced me to this so Sandy why don't you talk about the word piece yes so I have used this process I uh, put a link to her um tool in our notes it's a free download her name is Susanna Conway and she actually is the person that uh, I think really I introduced me to this idea of picking a word every year. And so what I do is I reflect on the last year and I reflect and then I kind of think about the year coming and what what I'm I want in my life. So it's sort of like the vision board idea. But her idea is then you just you pick a word that would really 
kind of capture what you want for the coming year. So last year, my word was connect. And I really, and I wrote that on my vision board as well. And I really wanted to connect more deeply with, with people. I had felt the year before that I had not, I'd been very busy with work and I hadn't made people a priority. So I wanted to connect more with significant people in my life in a deeper way. And I also wanted to connect more deeply with things that are important to me. So whatever those things are, I just wanted to make sure that I felt really connected. And I also, and you'll, you'll appreciate this one. I also wanted to be very aware of the idea that we are all connected and that the things that I do impact other people as well. Mm -hmm. So it was a really good word for me this year. And I've, thought about that a lot and kept it in front of me and um so I I recommend that has it been your practice to journal about that word or or just kind of reflect of it in your mind yes so I do I reflect on it and I Mm. do um so another tool I wanted to talk about I'll just jump in because it kind of goes here is I started using this planner last year called a passion planner and I really like it in terms of helping map out goals and and things you want to accomplish in the year. But but one of the things that is built into the planner is at the end of every month, there's a monthly review. And so there's, I think, six questions that you just, there's a place to answer them. And one of them is, what was the most memorable part of this past month? And another one is, what were the three biggest lessons you learned this month? And then the third question is where I use the, the word of the year, connect. It's review your planner and assess your priorities. And are you happy with how you spent your time? Well, I, instead of answering that, I'll look at my planner and I'll ask myself, was I connecting? Did I make Ooh. the connections I wanted to make this month? And then the last three questions are, how are you different between this month and the month before? And you'll like this one, what are some things you're grateful for this month and then the last one is name three things you could improve in the upcoming month and what concrete actions can you take yeah I I think that's it I just need a tool I need I need to have it there so I'm going to put the Q&A book which is one tool uh, on the bedside table and that's what I'm going to complete each evening before I go to bed and because um, I felt like I did the work on the vision board and then I just didn't really connect back to it during the year. So I've been thinking about my word because I like to put my word on my vision board as well. And I, you know, I've kind of got gratitude, patience, surrender is kind of floating around in my mind. And Sandy, I might just have to choose more than one. I, I might just have to be greedy and have more than one word for the next year. But I don't know. I haven't landed on any yet. I'm leaning towards, and I haven't gone through the process yet, so this could change as well. But I'm leaning towards the word flourish this year. Mm. So I am, I, I'm going to share this because it's kind of personal, but I have been really kind of in a funk for the last three or four months, like just not feeling myself. And I went to my doctor. So I think our life reframers should 
do this as well. I went to my doctor mm-hmm. to just have things checked out and I found out that I had no vitamin D in my body at all. Like not low. Mm. It just wasn't even existing. There, she couldn't even find it. So I started like pretty major doses of vitamin D. I'm on them for six months or six weeks of D3 and I am feeling so much better. Like I was really, really, I really think that it was affecting me mentally, Mm. not having Mm. that in my system. So anyway, I decided that because I am just feeling so much more alive again, that I wanted to pick the word flourish because Mm. that's kind of, I would like 2017 to be just a really good year in work and in my personal life and in whatever I'm doing, I would like to just flourish. When I go through the process, I may say no. Maybe that's, you know, not the right word, but it feels kind of in line with how I'm feeling right now. So Well it can hit many areas of life too. Yeah. 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 So awesome. All right. So those are some reality things. One other one mm-hmm. I, two other ones I think we should mention. One is Danielle Laporte's desire map. So we'll put a link to her stuff in our show notes because That's been a really good process for me is walking through different areas of my life and doing an evaluation. And she has it all broken out into different areas of your life, like physical, emotional, all of those ones we've talked about. And then one that I've used in coaching, I'm sure that you've used it in your coaching practice as well, is the Wheel of Life. And we can put a link to a Wheel of Life, but it's a great way to start if somebody wanted to work with you or with or or me in coaching around personal development I would start with the wheel of life for them Mm. which is having them just do a quick diagram where they would plot out on a wheel where they are in six major areas of their life yeah and then um starting with the one that they're the lowest in, start looking at what they need to do to bring that up to where they would want it. So if you visualize a wheel so that the wheel Mm -hmm. is even all the way around. So Mm. spiritual is my lowest for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. So those are some ways I think we can get in touch with our reality and where we are. So um, this could really have been um, six podcasts because we love personal development so using our model then the next one is realigning and so when we talk about realigning we talk about just looking at where we are and where we want to be and then um, how are we going to get there how are we going to what kind what are we going to put in place and I just read this analogy that I i probably will use over and over again until I get tired of it but it's something I'd never heard of it's called an air sandwich and it it, um, this uh, woman uses it her name I think is Nicola or I can't remember her name merchant is her last name Mm -hmm. I'll look it up and she says that her thing is that a lot of us um, eat these air sandwiches and what they are is you have a clear vision and um, future that you want to achieve. So, you know, that's sort of the top bun of this sandwich. The top of the bun is this um, clear vision. So we, you know, we we do our vision boards. We think about where we want to be. And then the bottom of the sandwich or is, or the bottom bun is 
the our just day-to-day lives. So the things that we do every day, our habits, our commitments, our work, all those family things that we do. And there's nothing in the middle. So it's just an air sandwich. So we have nothing linking those two things together. So there's no center. There's no filling. There's nothing to align the vision with the day-to-day. And so if we you know, want to um, make that vision a reality, we have to realign, we have to put something in that air sandwich. So like you said, you're going to put the book by your bed. Mm. That intention is going to change your day to day and help you achieve your vision and develop in that area of your life. So Mm. have you heard that illustration before? I haven't heard of the air sandwich. No, that's a good one. I thought so too. And the real line, I think, is that what practices do you need to put in place that help you get to where you want to be? And and I guess that the air sandwich is it's kind of like the gap to have where you want to be. You have and then there's the gap. So what are you going to do? So those practices, yep, put that by my bed. I'm going to have a look at those questions in the Passion Planner. Just put it on my calendar uh, each month to journal. How about you? What are some, what, well, you've got the air sandwich that you're going to think about. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I don't know that just resonated with me. I think I'm really good at the vision and I'm really good at the day-to-day <laughs> routines, but sometimes those routines aren't really linked strategically, you know, to the vision. So mm. they aren't getting me where I want to go. They're just, I'm just doing the same things over and over again. And I don't see myself, especially my business goals, um, maybe taking shape. So mm. I think one of the things that I'm looking at is decision making, which we talked yeah. about that recently on our podcast is and and really paying attention to what I say yes to and what I say no to. And when I say yes to one thing, what am I going to say no to? To create space for the thing I've said yes to. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, good, they're good questions to ask yourself. And I think, yes, once you have that vision, then it should be easier to say yes and no to certain things based on your vision and your goals, right? And it's like any team or organization. Once we are clear on where we want to go or how we want to be and what we want in our life in terms of personal development, then other things, if they don't fit, then, then it's a no. If they fit, okay. Good yeah. questions. Good. Okay, so the next thing in our model, we've done the um, reality, realign, so we're going to look at relationships. And I read this quote that said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, including yourself. <laughs> so... I think that opens up a conversation around who you spend time with. Mm. I don't know. Can I just be brutally honest? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Can I give you some feedback? (laughs) I just think I don't have any nice way to say this, but just get rid of the people in your life who aren't allowing you to be your best self and grow and develop as you want to. There you go. I just said it. I agree. And sometimes, well, we've had this conversation before that there are sometimes are people 
who hold us back. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know that I was telling you recently that I deleted some people on social media who I just felt like their comments weren't really supportive. Or when I went to promote something or write about something I was doing in a, on a certain social media platform, that I would kind of hesitate because I knew they would read it and I would feel their criticism, just like I'd know how mm. they would look at it. And so I just finally thought, you know what, then I don't need them on here. Like, they're gone now. And now I can just post what I want to post and... I'm not worried about them seeing it or responding negatively to it. So mm. I think that sometimes, yeah, we just have to get rid of the people that hold us back or our negative critical influences in our life. And uh, it's not always easy to do, but you just have to sometimes do that. Mm. Well, and I think if we use your what are you saying yes to and what are you saying no to, if you've got energy sappers, you know, like negative energy sappers in, in your life, that, that is taking something away from you and is not allowing you to be with the people who build you up. And I'm not talking about build you up and say, oh, yeah, you're amazing, you're amazing. But, but challenge your thinking in a, a supportive way. You just have those different conversations with and you can hang out with on a social time and have fun with, but also have some really com deep conversations with. Let's spend time with who we want to spend time with. I agree. And, you know, as you're growing, and this is all about personal development, as you start mm. to change and start to put some things in place where you are moving forward in the direction of the goals that you set for yourself or the aspirations you have, there will be people that will cheer you on and who completely support you and get what you're doing. But then there will be other people that want you to stay the same because they like the way you are. And you, you know, it can be hard to leave those people behind, but I, I think we need to always um, try and be the type of friends that support other people's development and surround ourselves with friends who support our development and say goodbye to the people that are holding you back so mm. well there's especially, a hard word from us today yeah well especially as women sandy you know we have enough of our own issues to deal with i know i speak to myself harshly like i would never speak to a friend sometimes right right so we have enough of our own stuff to be dealing with when we're trying to speak to ourselves. So as women, let's support other women. And I'm not excluding the men. Let's surround ourselves with, with men who support. I mean, Ashley's my biggest cheerleader. He's my biggest cheerleader in whatever I want to do out there. So, so yeah, I think it's important. And as you say, as you go through different learning, different phases, different transitions in your life, there may be some relationships that whilst it was great at one time, it's a little bit different now. And if it's not bringing you the joy, if you're not enjoying the company or the interaction, then there's some questions to ask of yourself. Good. Yeah. I think enough said on relationships. We talk about this a lot. And uh, I think that was well said, Joanne. So you need to have people supporting you in mm. your development. Okay. Final, final one is reflection. I think we've covered a bit of this, but um, any other thoughts on reflection? No, I do. Uh, what I just want to do is get get the thoughts from my head down on paper. 
That's for me. I reflect a lot. So you and I have been reflecting as well on the podcast. So at the end of season two, we've scheduled a a day to plan for the next season, which will start at the beginning of January. So we're going to take a couple weeks off so we can reflect as well. And one of the things that we've talked about in our initial reflections is that we really want to be able to make sure that we're bringing value to people and and we see through the growth of our listeners that that and the feedback we get that that's happening. So, but we've been reflecting on the fact that maybe we haven't asked our listeners to help us in getting the word out about Reframe Your Life and to visit our website and to visit our individual website and just have a look at what we do as well. We haven't got sponsors for the show and we don't really push a lot of our products or services to to our listeners. Our reflection is that we would like to let our listeners know a little bit more about the services we offer. So I'm just going to put that right in here right now and invite you to sign up for our newsletter if you're not on our list. And you can do that at reframeyourlife.ca and have a look at some of the great things that Joanne and I offer to you and to your business teams and your organization. Yeah, thanks for that, Sandy. So we're putting ourselves out there now. <laughs> we're getting ready for next year. <laughs> but we do. We want to, we've been reflecting on what other value we can offer our listeners. And so watch this space. Do sign up for our newsletter because we want to develop some more courses or have some more uh, worksheets for you that help you. We want to you know, try and work out how we can bring more value. So if you have any ideas on that, please feel free to email us or leave a note for us on our Facebook page as well. You know, tell us what topics have resonated with you over the season and what haven't and, and what you want to hear more of. I think that would be helpful for us in our reflection. Great. So Life Reframers, thank you so much for season two and for listening to us. And Joanna and I want to wish you a very happy holiday and also a really great coming new year. And we'll be back in January with more great content. Hi, Life Reframers. Did you enjoy our episode today? If so, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. Also, check us out on all our social media avenues via reframeyourlife.ca.